Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm going to talk a, a little bit about goal planning and goal setting and planning. Um, the uh, There was a time in my life, um, really most of my life, I was big boned. I was uh, pretty heavy set growing up. People kind of find that hard to believe now. Um, but uh, I'm going to talk to you about some things that I learned along the way in losing weight specifically that have just stuck with me and really helped me and will help even if you don't have weight to lose but um, are looking for uh, improvement in any area of your life. You know, the reality is as Christians, we're called to be disciples of Christ, right? A disciple means a disciplined one. And so when people have this like, oh, I don't really have a prayer time, or I don't really have like a set thing that I do every day with reading the Bible. Like I, I don't, Jesus was like up before the sunrise, uh, praying, uh, spend time in the word, you know, was a disciplined person. He wasn't someone who just did whatever he wanted. So he said, I don't do anything except I see my father do it. The Holy Ghost will lead you into divine disciplines. And I know even as I say that, there's people listening who, as I say that, there's something that's coming back to your heart. And you're like, man, I really, it's been on my heart to step it up in this area. So we're going to talk about a couple things here um, in this area. So the first thing, I've got a couple uh, numbered things here, one through, it looks like eight, but Uh, The first thing when you're setting any goal is we start at the end. What do you want the end result to be? We begin at the end. Um, And and for me, it started when I was losing weight. It started when I was playing basketball. I've always liked to play basketball. And I would go play basketball. I was about 245 pounds. I didn't get on the scale past 240. So Lord knows. I I don't know if I got to 250. But there comes a point where you just have to stop getting on the scale. <laughs> Funny thing is, and even now that I've lost weight, I don't keep a scale in my house. It doesn't add to my life at all. I'm not, I don't want the number to tell me if I should be happy or not. Somebody's getting set free just as I'm saying that, praise God. I'm, I, I kicked it out of my house because I said, man, it's, it's how you look and it's how you feel. It's not um, what the scale says to you. But um, the scale doesn't account for muscle. It doesn't account for how much water you drank last night. It doesn't account for a lot of things. So um, hopefully that's helping somebody. But I started at the end. You know, I was playing basketball and my knees would ache. I would play for a little while and I would have these, you know, knees and shins just hurting. And I'm like, man, I'm 21 years old. If I'm 21 and my knees are giving me trouble, what's going to happen when I'm 80 years old? Like, it's going to be a mess. So I started at the beginning, and that's really like a life principle. Uh, Most changes come with the reality of like, if I continue this way, for people who are on drugs, if I continue this way, you know, if people who don't have God, if they grew up around a Christian home and around the things of God, and they're like, their life's just in left field. And usually it's an encounter with the Lord, but they're like, man, if I continue this way, my end is not going to be good. And so that's really the starting point is if I continue this way and starting to look at what I want the change to be. Um, uh, and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't just be, oh, I need to lose weight. So I'm going to talk about weight loss here just because this is my example, but I need to lose weight because I'm, he- because I'm heavy. It should be, what is going to the end result of this going to be? You can almost use goal setting really should come from a place of emotion. So let the emotion, let it almost hurt a little bit. I'm not saying a lot of bit. Let it hurt almost a little bit so you build up a reason why. There's a book uh, I think it's Simon Sinek who wrote a book called Start With Why. And I've never read the book. I've read the title of the book. And the title of the book helped me. 
but I've always known this principle. We've t- learned it in sales. You have to have a why for what you're doing. So for me, it was like, man, my knees, like the reality is I can try to sugarcoat all I want, but the reality is at 80, if my knees are troubled at 21, 80 is not going to be good for me. And I, I'm a steward over this body and take time to let this why develop. What I see people do is they're like, you know, they eat too much over a long weekend and then they come back and then they're like, just spur of the moment. Oh, I'm dieting Monday. And they don't set up a plan. They're just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to eat fruit, right? And then you get halfway through Monday and then you realize that's not really realistic. If I'm going to do this and have any lasting results, I'm not just eating fruit for, for, for 100 days, right? And so letting the why develop and so you can have time to actually make the plan. So don't be quick to start anything when, to make changes. If it's like smoking and you're going to, if you smoke another cigarette, you're going to die, like be quick to make changes. If you're doing drugs, be quick to make changes. But if it's a plan like this, a lifestyle plan, don't be very quick to make changes. Let the why develop. Um, uh, take time and write it down. Man, if I, if I continue this way, this is what the end will be. Um, and, and take time to v- develop that. So for me, it was my knees. I remember a time I was in South Africa. I was with my family. I was on one of these white, plastic white chairs, and I was leaning back on it, and the chair broke. The back two legs, like, snapped, and I realized, like, at that moment, I do not want to be a chair snapper my whole life. I need to do something. And, you know, I laughed it off. A lot of times, at least for me, there was, like, I, I got good at making fun of myself, making light of the fact that I was fat. I would just joke about it all the time, and it took some of the sting off of it. But there comes a point where you have to stop joking and just get realistic with yourself and say, hey, this is not good for my overall health, right? Um, so again, this can apply to other areas. But breaking the chair um, is the same reason. I, you know, I used to have long hair down past my shoulders, and there, was, there came a point where there's enough reasons. And after a, a few times of someone calling you ma'am, you start to say, is this long hair really actually worth the cost of admission to keep this long hair? If you could see the pictures, they're out there somewhere. Um, of me and my long hair, uh, heavy set, 240 pounds with, with beautiful, gorgeous hair. <laughs> so number two is develop a plan. So you start at the end, you figure out your reason why, write that down, develop a plan. And the plan that you can look at and say, this will get me there. And what I see a lot of people, some people need to make big changes. Some people, if, you're, if you are buying food from a gas station on a weekly basis, like you're, um, uh, one of your meals a in any week consistently or more than that is from the gas station. There's a food rule that says don't fuel up where you fuel up. If you, if you look at the packet and it says monosodium glutamate or yeast extract and you, and that's a thing that you eat all the time. If, if Fritos, Cheetos, or Doritos, any of the O's are in your normal eating plan, you need to make changes for your own health. You're, st- you're tearing the stomach, your stomach lining. So this isn't, this isn't, I didn't intend this to be a, a health uh, thing, but, but a goal and plan, um, goal setting and planning uh, podcast. But develop a plan and look at it and say, this will get me there. But don't, some people are so extreme. They're like, man, I'm going to go out. I'm starting this new job. I'm working 60 hours a week. This is, was our deal in sales. They're like, I'm going to start losing weight. I'm going to read the word 30 minutes a day. I'm going to pray for 30 minutes a day. I'm going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. And they're like 10 changes at once. I'm like, actually, you're probably not going to do anything. You're going to do that for one day. You're going to be back asleep by 7 o'clock in the morning. You're going to break your diet because you're going to wake up because you broke your sleep. And then you're not going to read the Bible for the rest of the week. Like, make small changes. Figure out a plan. Um, With that said, I'm going to put this in here kind of as a develop a plan. Aim for overall health. If we're talking about weight, aim for overall health. 
but don't be afraid to do something extreme. When I lost weight, I did this HCG diet. At the time, it was like you give yourself this injection of this artificial hormone. Terrible. You look back, it's not actually good for your health. It simulates what's happening in a pregnant woman. We eat 500 calories a day. It was nuts. It was extreme. My brother burst out into, maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, into like, not hives, but like a rash along his back. He like reacted badly to this. It's an artificial hormone you're putting into your body. It goes against everything I believe now, but it was extreme, but it was a 40 day diet and I lost like 30 pounds. So, uh, don't do illegal things extreme, but, but don't, don't be afraid to do something extreme for a short amount of time. The people who are like, Oh, I'm just going to like cut this out. That's a good, you know, I don't drink any calories besides the cream in my coffee. I don't drink any calories. So that was one of the changes. I used to drink a lot of fruit juice. That's a life change that I've made every once in a while. I'll have a sip of something that, uh, my wife orders, but I'm not, uh, like a fruit juice or whatever. I'm not drinking calories. And it's one of my changes because it's a, some people drink, you drink three cans of soda a day, besides the, the sugar that you're drinking, you're adding a meal's worth of liquid to your life. And you wonder why you can't lose weight. You're eating four meals a day, even when you're eating three meals a day, that can of soda with, or that can of fruit juice. Oh, it's healthy. No, it's actually full of sugar. It's not that healthy for you. Um, but, uh, aim for health, but extreme for a short time is fine. So develop a plan. Number three is be accountable. This is huge. Find someone to be accountable to because there will be temptations. You know, my mom was someone who, whenever I was dieting, was always good not to help me, but to hurt me. She would always want me to eat. It's in a mother's heart to have her children well-fed. So when I was doing these crazy diets, you know, I dieted most of my younger life. When I was doing these crazy diets, it was like, she was always like, I was on a fruit and veggie diet. She's like, Ryan, just have some French fries. It's a vegetable. And then I was like, uh... No, I was doing, yeah, fruit and veggies. And then she's like, have some, and I wasn't going to do potatoes. She's like, have some potatoes. I'm like, ah, she's like, it's more filling. I'm like, okay. And then I had it. And then she's like, well, if you're going to have potatoes, you might as well just have this meat that I cooked. And she would like lead me into temptation. So have someone that you're accountable to. Hey, this is my plan. Keep updated. This is what I'm doing. I'm down this much. When you have, when you've put yourself on the line, like you've made your word part of the thing, it's helpful. So number three, be accountable. Number four, stick to the plan and take it one day at a time. When I started to lose weight, one of the things that helped me was like, I I started to buy making some changes. And I said, no, I'm not going to do, for the time being, I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to do any desserts. And so I would cut out sugar and I would just take that one day at a time. And I would wake up in the morning, I'd be like, okay, cool. Uh, I can go another day without eating cake. I can manage this. And then Um, it became permanent changes, but stick to your plan and make it one day at a time. When you look at a diet that's 40 days, it becomes this overwhelming thing. You can lay out a 40 day plan, but you're like, yep, I'm doing this diet again today. And you make it something where it's like, it just makes it easy. You can find the strength to do it for one day. Could you go today without eating dessert? Could you go today eating, eating less and going, could you exercise once today? You don't have to exercise ever again, but could you exercise today? You would say yes. And then you wake up tomorrow. Could you exercise today? Yes. And you find the strength to do it. But if I said, can you exercise every day for 40 days in a row? You'd probably be like, I don't even want to bring me some pizza, right? So sometimes the long term can be, um, can be, uh, make it difficult thinking of it. It makes it like, if I have to do this forever, I can't do it. Right. Um, uh, 
the sticking to the plan also takes the emotion out of it. I, I learned this in sales where it was like, you know, I could have a goal and my goal could be to make a certain amount of sales. My why could be that I want to make my mom proud. I want to get out of, for some people it was get out of debt. For some people it was buy a car. And you, they work up this emotion of like why they want it. But if you keep that emotion in front of you, it, it like stresses you out. You're like, wake up and you got to work up this emotion to go sell or to lose weight, where if you just have a plan, if you can use the emotion to set a good goal, but then set a good plan where you don't even have to think about it. Okay, I wake up, I drink a glass of water first, I eat high protein in the morning because it helps your metabolism. So I do eggs and I do chicken sausage and I start my day and you take the emotion out of it. So organizing. And that's where I said, once you have a plan that'll get you there, you don't have to wake up and like drum up this emotion to lose weight or to, to go sell. I never sold emotionally. I was just like, Hey, I just work these hours. Every sale that I make, I ask for five referrals. And I just took the emotion out of it by having a good plan. And then number five is I said, watch your mouth. And I mentioned it before. I, I, uh, Literally, watch your mouth. Um, uh, you have to change the way that you speak with anything, I believe, starting to identify yourself as someone who, who's doing better in that area. So for me, there was a time where I wanted to be better with people's names. And I used to say, oh, I'm terrible with names. I changed it. I said, I'm getting better with names. Now I'm actually great with names. People all come up and be like, hey, Matthew. And they're like, we've met once. And he's like, oh. He's like, hey, Pastor, um, what was your name again? I'm like, it's Ryan, Pastor Ryan. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And people who I've, I've just figured out how to be better, but it started with identifying that I'm proving. So rather than identifying, when I was heavyset, I just used to make fun of myself. I'd call myself fat all the time. I, you have to then begin to change the way you speak. It took me actually a while once I was lost weight to identify the fact that I wasn't going to be breaking chairs for the rest of my life. I would always like get like look at, inspect the chair over, uh, overly inspect the chair before I could, uh, before I'd sit down, even when I was skinny, cause my identity hadn't changed. So watch your mouth, um, start speaking health. And then number six is ride the momentum. The great thing about weight loss or any of these things is once you start doing well and you see growth, ride the momentum. Um, and then number, uh, seven is exercise is necessary. So this is, uh, Man, I know this is going to be disappointing news. People want to think they can go their whole life with their life without exercising, but just the way our culture is set up, you, I'm going to break it to you. You're going to have to exercise at some point. If you want to be healthy, exercise needs to be a part of your life. And so if you think that you can skim by without it, it's not going to happen. Exercise actually helps uh, your metabolism. I, I felt like I had a terrible metabolism when I was losing weight, but it just took retraining it. So with not eating sugar in the morning. One of the worst things you can do is, is eat sugar in the morning. People drink coffee and they roll it with, load it with sugar. Make a couple changes. No sugar for the first meal of the day. But exercise actually helps your metabolism. It kickstarts it. Your metabolism can be changed. Your taste buds can actually be changed as well, where you enjoy these foods that you didn't enjoy before. And so just to recap, start at the end, figure out your goal, why you want it. Take time to develop that why. Develop a plan that'll get you there. That's number two. Number three is be accountable to someone. Number four is stick to your plan and take it one day at a time. Number five is watch your mouth. Number six is ride the wave of momentum. And then number seven is exercise is necessary. And then there was a side note for uh, aim for health, but extreme for a short time is fine. Uh, I'm going to list some common excuses here because this is what I see. Uh, oh, it's a special occasion. Oh, I got invited to this wedding where people are on good momentum, but then one meal. The reality is, guys, there's always going to be a special occasion. 
There's always going to be someone inviting you out. There's always, man, there's times I decide to fast. I wake up in the morning, the Lord puts it on my heart to fast, or it's, you know, my day to fast. And then someone's like, sure enough, someone's like, hey, I want to take you out to lunch today. I'm like, how come I never get invited out to lunch on days I'm not fasting? It's just always the temptation the day that I decide to fast. There's always going to be a reason. There's always going to be a special occasion. Oh, it's someone's going away party. Let me just eat these 11 cupcakes. Like, don't make excuses. And that's where being accountable is good, where you have someone who you know will push you. Um, to stick to it. Uh, watch out for comfort eating. Comfort eating is a pretty big thing. I noticed it in my own life in sales. I get a bad rejection at a door and I would walk away and like eat almonds. There's something comforting about food. So identify that, that if you've had a bad day, you're going to want to eat, but be a person of your word uh, and ride the wave of momentum. Um, and then uh, a lot of times people get, and I just want to add some joy to your life here as we finish up. But too many people, and I'm going to use a sales analogy, they, 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 they're never present. They're always, whatever they're doing, thinking about doing something else. People who are spending time with their family, but they're convicted because they should be selling. Or people who are selling and they're thinking about spending time with their family. People who are dieting and they're thinking about eating. People who are eating and they're thinking about dieting. There's a time for everything. If you say, hey, this is a change that I need to make. If you're in this boat and you say, hey, I need to make this change. Where are we now? We're somewhere here in um, beginning of June. Take a week. Figure out your why. Develop your plan. Sit down. Don't make any swift actions. And then the time comes, you can stick to the plan one day at a time. And what is it to take 40 days, 50 days and make a radical life change? That's what it took for me in the first probably 30 days, 40 days, I lost maybe 20, 30 pounds. And then I kept losing it from there and I kept changing my goal. My total weight loss has been 70 something pounds. I actually got down to like 163. I looked a little too skinny um, up a little bit from that, but um, choosing and making a decision. So that's proper goal setting and planning. Um, if you guys has any uh, uh questions about it, feel free to um, message on Instagram. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. You guys are super encouraging when you tell us that you've been listening and that the podcasts have helped you. You guys are the reason we do this. But thanks for letting us know when they help you. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon.